1: Hello there, my very good friend. We are going to talk about the creative pitch that led to Sasha Banks and
2: Naomi walking out of WWE Raw. The WWE locker room is reportedly unsympathetic to Sasha and Naomi. We're going to talk about the fired WWE wrestler that Edge wanted in Judgment Day. And I'm going to tell you which wrestler just said he was the best wrestler in the world i'm adam wilborn and i'm andy murray and this is the after news
1: all wwe stories for this bad boy we did an AEW video earlier on check that out it's probably already on the channel i hope so if it's not someone's getting fired yeah we're gonna kick someone's ass uh obviously not we're very soft either way uh we've got some more stuff to cover on the Sash banks naomi situation This is still developing. This Mm. is going to be rumbling on for a while. We'll probably be talking about it all week, if not beyond that. But PW Insiders, Mike Johnson, came through with a report last night, kind of outlining some of the creative issues that were seemingly behind Mm. Sasha and Naomi, the Women's tag Team Champions, dropping their belts on John Laurinaitis' desk and going, this sucks, goodbye, and walking out on the show. Um, So, six pack challenge. According to sources that Mike Johnson, PW Insider has consulted with, the plan for the six-pack challenge was, and Fightful Select have disputed this twice now, so we should mention that for balance's Mm -hmm. sake. Uh, Their sources have mentioned that this wasn't the case. However, PW Insider's sources say that apparently Naomi was going to pin... Sasha. Oh, in God. the six pack challenge. This would have been so the idea that they would have to wrestle in the six pack challenge, which was going to be for number one contendership, uh, would have been built through several segments throughout the night. Uh, and then this apparently would have happened. Now, Bianca would have gone on to defeat Naomi at Hell in a Cell for the Royal Women's Championship. It was a number one contender six pack challenge. Uh... So effectively, Naomi would have been served up, a women's tag team champion would have been served up as a kind of a filler defense on like a B-level premium. Yeah, it would have been done. is what you're saying. Event. Yeah, it would have, been, would have been stupid. I like that. You just cut straight through it with the, the facts. <laughs> uh, now, another side of this is that there were also talks the Sash Banks would have gone over to SmackDown and gone, "Hello, Ronda Rousey, I want a piece of that belt," and then lost to her as well uh, on a B show, man. Yeah, probably at hell in a cell as well. One so, of the
2: best matches of Ronda's first run.
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, Sash absolutely! It was, it was tremendous, and I'm sure both Just of those. Points, I'm sure both of those would have been like really good matches, but that kind of ignores the wider point here, uh, which is that the reason that they were upset wasn't necessarily because like Sasha was going to get beat by Naomi on Raw. Um, it was that for the next few weeks of programming uh, their portrayal was going to be less than ideal. Uh, having dedicated a great deal of time and effort to honing their tag team in recent months since coming together, and they have, mm-hmm. they've really made this work, uh, the Women's Tag Team Championships would have been downplayed and they would have theoretically been left rudderless uh, after all this because they wouldn't have been even been considering those belts. They would have just been thrown into singles feuds that they were going to lose, and then they come back, and you've got a couple of losers as champions. I can see why they would not enjoy that, um, for sure. Uh, Now, Johnson... Mike Johnson notes that Naomi and Sasha Banks are still listed on WWE's internal roster. Uh, their status with the promotion as well of that as well as that of the women's tag team titles is up in the air at the moment. So yeah, it's a still developing situation. But, you know, there was, uh, Fightful select original report spoke about how there was a conversation between Vince McMahon and Sasha mm-hmm. and neither of them budged. Which presumably contributed to this as well. There was the WWE statement, which was so heavily skewed against mm-hmm. the workers, and it contained a line about them feeling unsafe with the planned people in the in the Six Pack Challenge. And Fightful like have come out and said straight up that they hadn't heard anything like that nope. whatsoever. So, hey, look, there's a lot of crap <laughs> flying around with regards cool, to Corey said A lot of
2: it on commentary. Yeah,
1: he did. He did. Uh, Carmella tweeted last night, of course, in defence of this. I. It, it, it's fair enough he's just doing
2: it. I have a bit of sympathy yeah. he, at the end of the day it, yeah. we all know that they've got that bloke shouting in their ear if they don't say what he says then they're gone exactly. as well exactly
1: he, yeah. was, he was doing his job so while it's not ideal that this line came out on TV it came from someone else yeah it's uh, not his it's not him saying it directly it's not it. Corey Graves going screw them mm. um, but yeah there we go there's some,
2: there's some more details uh Yep. Just to reiterate what I said yesterday, really, it's just so easy to book this. Mm. Like you have Asuka win, you have Becky complain about Asuka winning, you make it a triple threat, you pin Becky again at Helen's Cell, then you've got all your big matches still there for those, you know, series of stadium shows. Plus, you've got two bloody tag teams in the six-pack challenge, Andy. Just have Nikki A.S.H. Eat the pin from Asuka, for example, which actually works in terms of furthering the story yeah. of Doudra being like, you need to take this more bloody seriously. Why don't we make a Scottish tag team?
1: And that could have been down to something done by Sasha and Naomi, which could have then led to the tag team program. Exactly. So you could have two big matches. It feels like these
2: flipping tag team titles are more trouble than they're worth sometimes, because yeah, like, you can't be like, they matter now. And also, oh, we're just gonna pin the tag champs at the same time at the next pay-per-view. Yeah. Premium live event, my apologies. Premium. But I just, yeah, it just seems ridiculous. This and yet, it's a crap idea across the board. Mm, it's rubbish. Uh, there's a further report coming out. The booking, by that, the way. yeah, that claims that uh, the WWE locker room is actually unsympathetic towards Sasha Banks and Naomi following that walkout. Now, you may well have seen quite a few people on social media giving them their support, understandably, Bailey, the likes of Bailey, yeah. Dax Harwood, etc. But it doesn't sound like it is a unanimous groundswell of support in the locker room. Uh, there was an initial report on this from Wade Keller from PW Torch, of course, and Brian Alvarez confirmed it on Wrestling Observer Live that despite the uh, you know obvious people I've just mentioned there and people like uh, Jimmy Uso, um, there's not a lot of sympathy. Uh, even terms like Mark effing Mark and Diva have been thrown around, mainly targeted reportedly at Sasha Banks less so than at Naomi. But I've got to be honest, I'm, I was stunned to read this this morning. Yeah, I?
1: yeah I was not I wasn't. Yes. Because um, it's like the kind of thing where you automatically think, okay, if there are other people in the company who are upset with their creative direction, they could probably relate to something like this. Just, the difference would be, of course, that Sasha and Naomi have acted on it yes. uh, and they walked out uh, of during the show. Um, at the same time, I reckon a lot of people in WWE are just kind of content Um, and probably think that look I know what this company is I understand uh, the certain creative frustrations that come with it and I'm going to just accept that
3: just
2: don't rock the boat sort of thing yeah
1: I think that a lot of people might have that attitude in the company but hey you know where we stand we're pro worker um I, I, I'm not too sure there's much reason to side with WWE on this story. Um, no. And more power to Sasha and Naomi. I hope that they get, uh, whatever the resolution of the situation may be, I hope they get something that is worthy of them and their talents. Uh, I think that Sasha Banks is one of the best wrestlers in WWE. I think that she should be built around to the same degree as Roman Reigns. go,
2: don't like this FM Mark Diva stuff being chucked around. I would get the feeling if this was two male wrestlers in the tag team, that wouldn't be. Oh, hundred
1: percent. P- specific, yeah, absolutely right. Specifically, almost said indeed. There. <laughs>
2: um, but yeah. I just, yeah, I, I, and even just not to be too dismissive of like, I obviously want them to to take care of Sasha and Naomi and obviously do that. But how about you just? book everything better the wwe yeah i mean, too much to ask look we're, i realize they've got a thin roster which is of their own fault for releasing loads of people yeah. and they've gone oh bollocks what can we do just sort of you know spin the wheels before we get to the big stadium shows but this ain't it guys
1: that's the thing like that's the thing isn't it because it's like uh, thin roster who do we have to uh, like who do we have that bianca and ronda can beat on this pay-per-view well why did you release dakota kai who's great like I know she wasn't gonna re- she wasn't gonna sign her or whatever, but maybe if she'd booked her a little bit better over the past few years, or she thought that there was a good future for her on the main roster, she might have signed a yes. new contract. And do you
2: know what's really frustrating is I thought the WWE booking before the start well, the start of this week was really good. I thought the Raquel Rodriguez stuff with Ronda Rousey was <laughs> sensational. MRs. That is how you have someone lose and get over in defeat. I thought it was brilliant mm. on SmackDown. And then we come to this. I, like, I get it. On the SmackDown preview, me and Hamlet were looking at the roster going, Who do you give Rhonda for the pay per view? And we were like, Zaya Lee's about yeah. it, really? Until Shayna was freed up from this tag team stuff. But there's
3: yeah. lots of
1: people,
2: isn't there? There's loads of people. Like How that. about looking further than the end of your nose, WWE? Exactly. Basically. Exactly. Hold up.
3: What was that?
0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or
2: sleepnumber.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be... a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com/slash WhatCulture today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P.com/slash WhatCulture.
1: Well, yeah, anyway, we could talk about this all day. Ah. Uh, we move on. Let's talk about Edge. Oh, good Edge. What's that term, Goose gooseflopper? What's that from? That, I have no idea. Is that, is that dude wears my car? Where it's like, calm down. Oh, goosebumps. maybe,
2: yes. Um,
1: you know what? I'm gonna Google it while you're talking about this story. Uh, okay. Edge wanted this fired WWE wrestler to be in The Judgment Day. Malcolm Bivins. Re- recently
2: let go. was not Malcolm Bivins. Oh, he would've been great I'll give you two more guests. I mean, I know who it is. Right, not gonna okay. say it. It's Harland. It's Harland uh, off of Joe Gacy on NXT. There, there you go. Joe
1: Gacy's kind of version of nails, uh, which is <laughs> weirdly how Parker Boudreaux was play, portrayed on WWE television. But Ringside News broke this story earlier in the week, and it was corroborated by Dave Meltzer on the latest episode of Wrestling Observer Radio. Um, the pitch was actually being acted upon as well, Edge's pitch, to have... Harland being involved uh, until he was let like, go oh, on the 29th of April he was cut along with nine other NXT names and uh, now on Wrestling Observer Radio Dave Meltzer stated that the process uh, of Boudreaux potentially entering Judgment Day or the Judgment Day uh, mm-hmm. was kept very secretive until ultimately WWE decided not to go ahead with it so the Judgment Day is currently Edge Damian Priest, Rhea Ripley, and a bunch of blue lights. <laughs> uh, B- B- Boudreau had been with WWE since February 2021. He was let go. There was a bunch of reporting on those NXT releases about certain people not improving to the desired level. Whether or not that applied to, to Harland is-, is unclear. um he saw him wrestle on telly. Yeah, like he had like two squashes or something mm. like that. Uh, budget cuts were given as the reason, of course, by Johnny Ace. Our favorite Aye. guy.
2: Money's <laughs> tight in WWE right now. Oh, Was yeah, it record you, profits? Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm annoyed at this, right, because I, I think this could have worked really well. I mean, Parker Boudreaux, Horrorland, you may remember us reporting on him a few years back as the next Brock Lesnar. That's what people were saying, which is a lot of pressure to put on him. But you look at the bloody size of him and you go, yeah, he could probably really be something within WWE. And I think he would have been a nice fit in The Judgment Day. Probably wouldn't have him talk that much, wouldn't have him spat that bollocks that the rest of them do. Yeah. But imagine a five-piece for The Judgment Day. You've got the legend Edge. You've got Tommaso Ciampa. That's another person I'd chuck in there as... I was going to say the young upstart, but you know, just the, the smaller guy compared to the rest of them. Damian Priest, yeah, obviously. Rhea Ripley, great addition. And then Heartland, or whatever they're going to—they were going to call him. Just as just muscle initially. And what a brilliant tree to learn from, if that's a phrase. Yeah,
1: could learn how to do over the top facial expressions and wear, and rip off the House of Black with lighting. Uh, I'm joking, of course. Um, yeah, it would have been a great group of people for him to work with for sure, particularly if you're roped like Tommaso Champa and stuff. Mm-hmm. In it. All good stuff. Just checked. Goose Rubba is apparently from the film Anger Management, which I don't think I've seen, so I don't know how I know that. Wow. Um, it is a word used by
2: Buddy Rydell in order to keep his
1: patients from becoming irate. Ah. so appropriate
2: context there you go um, and uh, yes, yeah, to stop people from getting irate it might be appropriate in a second because <laughs> oh, my final story is someone who claims they are the best wrestler in the world who do you think the best wrestler in the world is right now uh Dan Hosen Good shout.
1: I think he's the best, maybe the best comedy wrestler. <laughs> like
2: he's so much fun, man, I love him. Uh, well, according to Sports Illustrated, or when he spoke to them, he said this to Sports Illustrated, that's a weird way of saying it, Cody Rhodes has <laughs> described himself as the best wrestler in the world. Not only the best wrestler in the world, Andy, but the best wrestler in the world, quote, by a large margin. <laughs> Everyone else stinks. <laughs> uh, he That's knows, look, he knows what he's doing here. He says he knows that he's going to upset a lot of people. He's not meant to draw ire. But he's, he's, he's feeling himself right now. He's going yeah, for the trilogy, yeah. of course, with Seth Rollins. At hell, in a cell. Oh. And um, from the impact he's made, uh, it was since arriving in WWE. He's certainly he's certainly up there in that conversation for me. I but yeah. it's one of those, isn't it? I think it's an entirely yeah. subjective thing. And I'm sure that the comment section will be reasoned and just simple <laughs> yes. negotiations will go on rather than anyone throwing mud. Right, guys? There, there you go.
1: I, I think that anyone... It's good when someone with aspirations of being the absolute top guy in the business, which Cody Rhodes clearly does, I kind of got to have that mentality, haven't you? I'm the best, I'm the man, I'm the king, but I'm going to keep improving, uh, which he seems to adopt as well. So like a lot of people need that kind of that kind of attitude to, to push forward, I, yeah. I have no uh, issue what I, think I I if I was going to sit and who write who I think the twenty best wrestlers in the world, Cody Rhodes wouldn't be on that list. As phenomenal as he is, like I think, don't get me wrong, I think he's great. Just keep in mind that I watch a lot of wrestling, yeah. um, so that's a broad range. But I wouldn't put him in that conversation personally. But I love that he's putting this out there for two reasons. Number one, because it shows the self belief, uh, and number two, it'll piss people off, which is funny. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, so there you go. Look, he hasn't done a foot wrong in WWE w so far his first month and a half month and a half there mm-hmm. however long has been really really good uh i think that his matches with seth rollins have been just sensational yes. stuff uh, i hope it continues and i hope that i can sit here at the end of the year and when i'm making my best wrestlers in the world list which i do every year i can put him on it
2: so for someone who may well become world champion this summer yeah you kind of need that mentality yeah. and look cody knows what he's doing but the fact he acknowledges it and says, I know this is going to you know, draw some iron, ruffle some feathers and what have you. Look, he, boy's a worker. Man's always working. He's Dusty road son. Li- I did like, I did like <laughs> was it Dax who tweeted an image of, of him yeah. brutalising Cody with just like, Funny. by a large margin, with cry laughing emoji. This, this is
1: what it's all about, isn't it? This it. is just... what it's all about, just the stir
2: of the pot, man. My little red like, velvet impression, that. It's a little bit of harmless. Are you a baddie? Indeed. Oh, can you imagine? Please, Jade. Let me be in the baddies just one. <laughs> you could be Mark. You could, you'd be a good Mark Sterling. Thank you. That is, I think, he's really good. Yeah, I'll take that. Like we're in a neck brace and stuff. Like, let us know who you think is the best wrestler in the world and the worst wrestler in the world. Not, not the,
1: the worst. World. That's mean. Don't, don't do I'm that. Joking, I'm joking. Don't,
2: who is the worst wrestler in the world? Mark, me? Is it Roman
1: Reigns? I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, you had to say it, yeah? Clearly not Roman Reigns. No, exactly. I think he's great. Just I don't. Yeah, yeah. Who's the best though? Who's the best? Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Brian. Dunham.
2: Yeah, there you go. There you go. going to have different opinions? but that's okay. So, you know, have out in the comments. <laughs> that's okay. that's okay. It's <from> sort <assaulting> of <laughs> Simon Miller. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, it's you that... like it? Yeah, I don't like it, but that's okay. I don't, like I don't know things. that's not Miller at all, but no, that's
1: like an EastEnders <laughs>
2: character. All right. All right. Ian Bill could I have some jelly deals. Who do you think the best wrestler in the world is, Phil? <laughs> uh, Hook. <laughs> there you go. Let us know your thoughts. <laughs> It's just it's just it's just subjective guys don't get so helpful about it don't get angry on the internet so much, basically. Yeah. Let us know your thoughts, though, on everything we've discussed in the comments section below. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts. Uh, got the NXT 2.0 review and the AW Dynamite preview coming your way today. Uh, Bruce, you can let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions for tomorrow morning on Twitter at What Culture WWE. Watch there, follow by the buzz, follow Andy Murray at... at Andy H. Murray. The H stands for Hiding from Your Nonsense. You can follow me at Adam Wilmore. Follow us all at what Culture WWE. But for now, my is Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon.
3: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. hello?